when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. Joined on this, um, I don't even know what you would call this episode, really. It's really just frustration because we, we should really be in this room at like 5 a.m. in the morning celebrating a title, but instead the Raptors lose 106 to 105 to the Golden State Warriors. It's a very shorthanded Golden State Warriors, and we'll get into everything that happened in this game. But um, Alex, you're here? Yeah. Um, I think I'd probably start off, and if you guys want to jump into about Kevin Durant's injury sure i think that just kind of cast a shadow over the whole night i don't know if you guys felt it it was just weird it didn't feel right it It was just a strange vibe in the arena like maybe until with six minutes left in the fourth quarter when there was a championship at stake to be won but like man the minute he left until like the fourth quarter it was just weird strangest night at the arena for me personally yeah just a shout out the score oh sorry is this not podium are we not doing podium here um yeah, we uh, couldn't even get the fit off, man. We, uh, I think we're all in agreement. That was the strangest, most eerie kind of backstage environment I've ever seen in an NBA arena. The only thing that I can actually think of is was back in 2013, 2014. It was KD's MVP season. It was the night he hit that crazy buzzer beater to beat the Raptors uh, for the Thunder. And that night. Westbrook, people forget this, Westbrook re-aggravated that knee injury that night. And it was like a very somber, eerie scene around the Thunder because they had just won this like crazy emotional game. Katie wanted the buzzer, but everyone was like, oh man, is our season derailed because Russ got... And that's the only thing I can picture that was anywhere near this eerie but even that was different it was like a march game in the regular season this is the finals man the raptors had a chance to clinch a title at home bro we saw they were up six with three minutes but even on the warriors end and like for kd you know i'm talking about this time when westbrook had a potential season ending injury in march we're talking about kevin durant having a potential and i know none of like we don't want to do the whole like quick diagnosis doctors thing sure. we don't know but Bob Myers confirms it's, it's an Achilles thing I'm not saying his career's over clearly it's not but it could be a career altering mm-hmm. injury yeah, of course right for, and he's in his prime he's gonna for, lose like a probably like a couple of months if not a year man like yeah it, it's big it's just it's so weird because the Raptors were clearly um shook by the fact they could taste it they could mm-hmm. taste the champagne the hats the champagne the shirts they were being wheeled to the Raptors' room. Like, yeah. that's a thing that happened. That's how close they were. And they didn't win. And then the Warriors are shook. And it's like they had this gutsy win. But I don't know. Like, how happy can they be right now? Sure, they're going back to Oracle. They probably feel like they've got a shot mm-hmm. to pull this off. But, like, one of their boys just suffered yeah. a potential no, Legitimately, career. the NBA Finals felt secondary. Yeah. <laughs> like, the yeah. game and the series right now still, to me, feels like all secondary. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I just I can't remember a night like this ever where... Like, even the media, you guys saw, like, it was, like, a very weird, somber atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Like, even the way people were asking questions, there was just this Mm -hmm. weird downer mood over everything. And I understand it, but, man, it was really eerie. It would have been really weird to win the title. But at the same time, (laughs) we came down that media elevator, and we saw, 
like Bill Russell, eighty five year old Bill Russell, who Russell. who's yeah, always there to hand out, too. which was incredible by the way to see Bill Russell. But I mean, like eighty five year old Bill Russell, who's always there to hand out Finals MVP trophy, and we just saw him getting wheeled into the elevator. I'm just thinking, like, yo, we brought Bill Russell here for what? For what? You know what I mean? For what? The trophy was in the building. The trophy That's all you was need to in say. The, the Larry O'Brien trophy was in the building. Just for anyone listening, I want to like make it clear what I said. Like was not. Um, was not like just to set a scene or like posture. Literally, literally, literally. the yeah. shirts and the hats and the champagne were bring brought to the Raptors locker room and had to be rerouted. You know how awkward that is. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, Ste- Stephen Clay just hit the Raptors with the Ray Allen. Get those ropes out of here. Yeah, yeah. Two, two man team, yeah. two man team in the second half. Although shout yeah. out to Draymond because everyone's That's ripping good. Kyle for that quote unquote air ball. Draymond, Draymond got shot. Oh, straight uh, up got a piece recovery. of that. It was an incredible defensive. It shouldn't have gone to that point. No, like. Uh, it felt like in the second half, you know, after you sort through the KD injury, at some point the Raptors are going to make a run, right? Like, like yeah, the Warriors sure. are literally running out of bodies. Like, KD's out. Kevon Looney's out. Yeah, he re-aggravated his injury yeah. as well, which really makes you question, like, what's going on <laughs> on that Warriors medical staff, man? Yeah. You know, a definitive article will come out at some point, I think. Sure. Over the next few days. But, like, you felt that run was coming, but that run didn't come until, like, four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It, it was too late. I mean, it's, I know it's easy now to say that because when Kawhi went on that stretch... Yeah, I mean, it looked it, like the game was over. It looked like he had written the championship clincher story for every single person in the arena. Yes. Like, that was like some Michael Jordan shit. He scored like 12 points in a row yeah. and then also assisted Norman Powell on a... When uh, he took that dunk. three at the top of the key, you didn't even think it was going to go in. No. Because it was so ridiculous. It, he, he had 14 <laughs> straight points by himself, basically. Like, yeah. the Norm dunk was him setting up Norm wide open. It was, Between Kawhi scoring and that Norm dunk, it was a 12-2 Raptors run yep. to, all, go, to all, go from down four to up six with three minutes and five seconds left. And then... <laughs> oh, I was waiting for Will to finish that because I know he re- he's very emotional about this, but he can't even bring himself. And then what happened, Will, after that 12-2 run with three oh five remaining, after the Raptors got another stop? Yes, the Raptors got another stop. The crowd was going crazy. Uh, the Raptors had all the momentum, as you mentioned, with this run. And then all of a sudden, Nick Nurse decides, you know what? I got a timeout here. I'm going to lose it if I don't call it under three minutes. Let me just take this timeout. You know? And, you know, he explained after the game, um, you know, it's good. We, we, I thought my team could use some rest. I mean, listen, the Raptors, sure. I mean, yes, you could rest the Raptors, but also the team that really needed rest and regrouping was the Warriors. And calling that timeout just basically handed the Warriors an opportunity to say, hey, this is what we should do on defense. Let's let's go double team. Um, this is what we should do um, offensively to clear up some guys because they weren't really getting good shots on that stretch. It looked like they were sort of coming apart. And, you know, immediately what happens after that timeout, like, Okay, there was one missed wide open three by Kyle off of sort of a broken sequence. He missed it. That's pretty big. But, like, the Raptors basically allow three open threes. And all of a sudden, the Warriors regain control of the game. And, you know. That that, was the game. That was the game. And even after that, the Raptors still had a golden opportunity. Because, you know, uh, first off, DeMarcus Cousins had a putback dunk. That was uh, ruled a goaltend. Reviewed and still and stood. Right? But it was very close. You know what I mean? Like, that was, was a lucky break. That was, was a lucky break. Yep. Um, and then they had Draymond Green turning the ball over half court because he got pressured, which was a gift, really. Yep. The Raptors score on that ensuing possession when Kyle Irie goes to the basket and, you know, it, it gets ruled a goaltend. I think that was a goaltend. Um, and then even after that, the Raptors get a, like, just, you have never, I mean, like, throughout the game, you see many, many illegal screens by the Warriors. Many. This is sort of a staple of the offense yeah. is that they run a lot of guys off screens, and so inevitably, you're going to get some KG screens in there, right? Yeah. 
this one was not even that dirty. It really wasn't that dirty, okay? So DeMarcus is, like, maybe slightly moving, but, like, with 16 seconds left, no one calls that no one calls that foul ever. And it was just Steph Curry coming off the ball, curling around DeMarcus, and all of a sudden the referee decides that's an offensive foul by DeMarcus. The Raptors get the ball back. 15.7 seconds left on the shot clock or on the, in the game clock down one. And you figured at that point with one timeout left, you call timeout as Nick Nurse, you drop your play, Marcus all inbounds to Kawhi Leonard, and the Kawhi dribbles all the way to the right baseline and shoots a jumper, and the game's over. Yeah. And the series is well, over, and it will be the most legendary moment ever. And, and, and let me stop you right there, too. Two things were in play there. Number one, I think at some point you told me that this, the game was going to end on a Kawhi. I told you that before the game. You told me that before the game. And what did you say before the series? Raps in five. So both <laughs> both were in play in that moment. But go on. Nick Nurse not trying to prove Will Lou right, man. <laughs> Nick, um, man. No, but here's the thing. Uh, two things about uh, the last Raptors possession. One, um, I understand not calling a timeout if it if the turnover on the other end was a live ball turnover. Live ball. Yeah. Because it's then it's like you don't want them to get set. Yeah. But the turnover was on a uh, offensive foul, on yep. an illegal screen. They're set up in the exactly. Court. It's a dead ball yeah. turnover. You got to inbound anyway, and if your entire reasoning for calling the timeout at the three minute mark was use it or lose it, uh, guess what happens if you don't use that last one, Nick? You lose it. It just didn't right? feel like it, you was... don't. You like if you. It, it's the same yeah. principle. Yeah. So like if if when you were rolling, you use this timeout because you didn't want to lose it under the three minute mark, which happens if you have more than two timeouts left, I believe. Yep. Um, but then you have an opportunity to call timeout for the potential championship winning yeah. possession, yeah. And you don't use it and therefore lose it because you end up leaving the court with one to spare. Like I don't understand how can you use that justification for for calling that one, but then not the other one. It just doesn't make sense to me. And look, listen, I wrote a whole column about this after the game. This is my biggest takeaway was just the Raptors blew it. But, um, like, I, I was thinking about, like, maybe why would Nurse not call that timeout? Did he want to prevent a substitution or something? But, like, I mean, the Warriors basically had five competent players. They weren't going to, like, okay, they might have taken Boogie off, but, like, the options were, like, to go downsize with Alfonso McKinney. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we're going to put in Jordan Bell. Like, no, they weren't going to do that. They were going to keep the same five guys on the floor. And the play that ultimately got ran, you would you would figure at least at some point Nick would have, okay, there's no timeout. He would at least communicate to one of the point guards or at least to Kawhi to, like, hey, this is the play we're you know, signaling with something, right? You have to figure there was some kind of plan. But then all that really happened was Fred, you know, inbound on the ball or got the ball past half court and then just handed it to Kawhi. And Kawhi basically just attacked one-on-one. And all of a sudden, the Warriors sent a blind double. And, like, the Raptors, are, their spacing is just bad. Like, I, I took a screen cap of it. But the moment where Iguodala leaves from the corner to come help and double um, Kawhi up top, like, Kyle and Marcus are both standing right beside each other. And so, like, it's very easy for Draymond to, A, cut off the pass inside because they're both standing in the dunk. All three players are standing in the dunker spot. And also, Draymond's able to then rotate out to the corner, which is a very short rotation, and block the shot. And so even though the Raptors did swing the ball and, and move the ball around, like it, it was not a good shot. And like I, I can't believe it. You're up you're down one. You have a timeout left with fifteen seconds left. Call timeout for and set the, up a play. For the title, like Cash yeah. said. For Seriously. the championship. For okay. the championship. I think we're all in agreement that for the most part, Nick Nurse has been awesome. Not just good, Definitely. but awesome in the playoffs. Yes. Has made some really critical adjustments. Has for the most part, especially in this series, has called timeouts at the perfect time. Yes. Like has used them really well to like stop Warriors' momentum and stop runs. But man, what? Yeah, I just there's no excuse for the way he managed the last three minutes of this game. None. Yeah. Well, you know, the only silver lining is that 
they get two more chances yeah. at it if they need. That's the only silver lining. Yeah, yeah I agree. But I, I also, <laughs> I get it. I get just, it. You don't throw away games it. in the finals. I get you it. just don't, man. Yeah. I get like, it. The Raptors kind of blew it in game two. They ha- they made a great comeback at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't really happen. But I, you know what? Like there was an opportunity missed there. And then this this game right here. They should have won all five games. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they should, they should be up five nothing in this series. Okay. Steve Kerr said Raps in eight. Yeah. Raps should be winning all eight games. But. I guess if there the silver lining, other than the fact that they're still up three two and they're still a game away, a win away from a title, is that like you look at the way the Warriors won their two games in this series, both mm-hmm. in Toronto, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, the, the Raptors are one and two at home and two and zero at Oracle in this series. But what's crazy, or not crazy, but what should be encouraging for Raptors fans is the fact that like look what had to go right for the Warriors to barely scrape out two wins in this series. Game two, they they opened the third quarter on an eighteen nothing run and control mm-hmm. the second half and escape, I believe, with a five point victory. But yeah. really, it was a one possession game. One possession. Iguodala hits that three yeah. that Kawhi almost came away with the steal and like could have turned yeah. everything there. And then tonight, I know they had to battle through adversity and full credit to the Warriors, Hearts of Champions, all that. But again, Steph and Clay went pretty supernova at times, even though their final shooting numbers weren't great, and they come away with a one point victory. Like. You know, usually you'd think about having to play a perfect game to beat the Warriors yep. in this series. And now that we know there's got, not going to be a Kevin Durant, it's actually the opposite. The Warriors almost have to play a perfect game just to scrape by the Raptors. So yep. if the Raptors just, like, play level-headed and Steph and Clay don't go supernova for 96 minutes, I still think the Raptors win. And whether it's in six or seven, like, I think they win kind of comfortably, too. Yeah, I think a good point, too, is, like, you know, the Raptors were down probably, like, 15 at some point, right? I think it was 13. And yeah. usually it's, like... When the Warriors in that position, you're like, all right, they're going to make a push. And like you're saying, it was completely flipped, right? Like, I think we were all expecting Toronto to make that push at some point. And the other thing, too, is like, I think the Raptors have won the fourth quarter in every game of this series, right? Like, they won tonight. They they won in the game, too. Like, they've won a lot of the second half quarters. And that's because, like, they're just fresher. And they have more bodies. And, like, when they play fast in the first half and you get them into a close game in the third and fourth quarter... Like, the Raptors have a huge advantage, I feel like, down the stretch. So, like you said, man, like, go to Oracle. I think the crowd's going to be pretty crazy. I know they weren't that crazy in, like, three and four. But this is, like, the definitive last game. Mm-hmm. The KD thing, I think the fans are going to rally around that. Like, it's going to be a pretty chaotic environment there. But like Cash was saying, I think if they just play their game, like, just play their game, be level-headed. Don't let, like, whatever, like, the 20-0 run that happened in game two or, like, what – how they played after KD's injury. Like, those are really the only two stretches where you can definitively say that the Raptors have lost in this series. So they still have a huge edge, but they just got to go get it on Thursday, though. Yeah, but listen, to your point, like, I agree with you, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, you know who else was saying this? The Golden State Warriors in 2016. Because you would have looked at it like, <laughs> man, the, they, the Cavs needed this, this, and this yeah. to happen. And they just scrape by, you know, and like Kyrie and and, and LeBron are going to have 40 points every game, you know, they'll cool down eventually. And then, the, you know, the Warriors just play their games and they'll win. And it's just like you don't want to give you don't want to. Of course. You don't want to act as if you have this huge margin of victory. Right. Like you're playing the Warriors yeah. like at the end of the day. Steph and Clay, honestly, like they were both amazing tonight. They combined for fifty-seven points. Yeah. They combined for twelve three-pointers. Mm-hmm. They could do that in game six. They could do that in game seven. In fact, they could even do better than that. And that's mm-hmm. it's crazy. But those guys are that good. They're they're that good that they could really do better than that. And like, yeah, the Warriors as a whole shot twenty of forty-two from three, which is 
an absurd percentage. But at the same time, these are the Warriors. Like, they could they literally do, do this again. So, like, that's why it's frustrating. You cannot let these opportunities slip by. Like, the yeah. last thing you want to do as a Raptors fan is look back on some of these yeah. games with regret. Because you had this game fully in your hand. You, you, and Kawhi had it in his hand. And all of a sudden, Nick Nurse decides, let's call a timeout. <laughs> For what? For what? Yo, the price of those NN hats are going down, man. Pretty Yo, sure seriously? I was offering. Pretty sure I told you before the game I was down to pay a thousand if they won. Yeah, no. <laughs> For one of the four, because Nick has made it clear there's only four of them in the world yeah. right now. Lots of bootlegs on Etsy, though. If you want to look, <laughs> Yo, who's making Etsy? <laughs> yeah, here's here's the thing. Like you're saying, I know there is a segment of Raptors fans that would probably like to see them win at home. I'm definitely not trying to see a game seven against these no, guys. No, for all the reasons that Will just listed. Yes, because like they the game have seven, to treat could happen. They have to treat the game six like a game seven, even though it's on the road. Like they gotta just they gotta wrap it up, man. Yeah, and I mean, a in a game seven, literally anybody could beat anybody. Let alone when one of the anybody's is the freaking. And who's the pressure? And who's the pressure going to be completely yeah, on? It'll in be a game on the seven. Raptors. It'll be on the Raptors, obviously. Yeah. That being said, though, the Raptors should win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know I've been a little bit frustrated and whatever. And, like, it, it is a frustrating game, period. Like, the way, like, everyone left Arena, everyone was, like, confused. They had a really. final no, possession to win the championship. Even at home. Even that, though, like, that kind of adds to what I was talking about with even the eeriness of, of the night because, don't get me wrong, like, the Arena was clearly devastated by the way the game ended and, like, mm-hmm. you could see it on people. But I don't know. I don't know if it was the KD injury. I don't know if it's the fact that they're still up 3-2, but... Like, if I would have asked myself in my mind, you know, the Raptors are going to blow a six-point lead with a chance to win a title at home in the last three minutes, like, what will the state of the fan base yeah. be in the arena? It would have been a lot more dire than what it actually yeah. was. And that's yeah. another, that's another thing that added to it for me. Like, even the fans, yes, they were clearly upset, but there was, like, a, eh, we can, we can still do this, yeah. which is yeah. weird. Which, which yeah. I don't like. Because, you know what? This is, like, a JV game one against Cavs level loss to me. If you wow. want to look at it in isolation. Like, I think in the context of the series, it's fine because it was a 3-1 lead, right? Mm-hmm. But come on. Like, we've watched so many basketball games. Those type of games always play out with the home team winning at the end. Like, the road team battles. They make the push. You know, you, and you, then they respect, run out of gas. you respect the hell out of them. They run out of gas. Superstar home takes over, has that stretch. The game's wrapped up. Yeah. But it wasn't. You got to give some respect to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Bro. definitely. 100% you do, man. Rudy Tomjanovich, baby. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. <laughs> no, for real, though. Like, for real. Like, um, like even, like, it's just, just, just Steph and Clay. Like, the two of them together. They're man. ridiculous. They're, they're an incredible and combination. And Steph, Steph had a really good comment, I think, at the podium after saying that they don't feel like they need to prove anything to anyone. At this yeah. point, like even if they win or if they lose, like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. affect their legacy. As it, much it as really want doesn't to talk about the legacy stuff. Yeah. It's like it's stupid. This is one of the best runs of all time, yeah. and whether it ends this year, next year, whatever, depending on whatever happens this year, like and this is how dynasties end, man. But people just they just run out of gas. And even if you take away the Durant stuff, like because I know I've seen a lot of people on Twitter being like, "Well, you take away the Durant years, and one like and two they and needed the Cavs injuries yeah. to beat Cleveland, and then they lost, they blew a three yeah. one lead against them. Now they're probably going to leave a, 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 against the Raptors." But it's like, okay, even that alone. So you're telling me the knock on this team and their greatness without Durant is that they made the finals three years, yeah. three times in a row without Durant. Mm-hmm. They won 73 games one of those years. They got at least one championship out of it. Like, people are talking about that as if it's like, oh, their legacy is not legit. It's like, no, that is a legacy, man. Do you know how many great teams in the history of the NBA never even got to the finals, let alone got there? Look at the Suns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, people that are 
twisting it. It's like, well, if they only get one out of those three without KD, it's like, no, they still got one, and they got to the finals. They won yeah. 73 oh, games. Yeah, Steph won two MVPs. Clay's incredible. Draymond emerged as, like, one of the greatest and most versatile defenders of all time. Like, what are you smoking right now yeah. that you think this is yeah. tarnished? Also, like, the th- I know we get 3-1 jokes off and stuff, but, like, that took a once in, a, like, a lifetime yes. comeback it, it, from LeBron. Comeback. From Kyrie, and also just the conversions of events, like the Draymond suspension, obviously flipped the series. Yeah, JR so, went nuts. Yeah, yeah also so, people forget in that, like, Bogut's injury was big yeah, in that, yeah, too. Yeah. No, shout out to the Warriors, man. Yeah, that's, why, to, that's why they're still so scary. They, they are they're very scary. so they're, scary. The, like, I do not want to see them in a one-game showdown. Any other team I in the situation will be down 5 nothing in the series. I just <laughs> know Quinn Cook's going to roll in and drop 5 threes not, in a game I'm seven, saying this, man. if it gets to a game 7, the Raps win it comfortably. Okay. I mean, we I, won't I feel like, like that. Also, we I, we I, won't I, feel like that at tip-off. The sphincters yeah. will be tight. Yeah. But I'm very confident they will win a Game 7 comfortably. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, the Raptors have all their guys healthy. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you look there, at the Warriors. Wood in here? What's that? Are you knocking on wood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Wood. Raptors have everyone healthy. Yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> but, like, you look, you look at the Warriors, right? Like, KD is now definitively out for the series. And, uh, wow, Alex is going out of his well, way. Well, we, we've had to go out of our way to find wood because we're in this classy room where everything's marble in here. In I don't this. know if you guys are superstitious. I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't, even, I don't even think that's real wood, man. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, but, like, you look at the Warriors. Like, they don't – the issue they had in games – basically the first four games of the series was that they can't field five – value add players mm-hmm. right they have stars but like ultimately you're gonna play like an alfonso mckinney mm-hmm. and today like with kd in the lineup they didn't have to do that in fact with kd in the lineup they didn't even have to play demarcus cousins and boogie has been a negative in a lot of this these games in the series today he was really good mm-hmm. but nevertheless like that's what having that fifth guy means for the warriors but for, because for the most part they've been playing four on five and now with kd definitively out and with kavon looney I mean, I'm not sure he comes back again after re-aggravating his injury. I mean, like Jordan, the, yeah, so Cousins is going to have to start. Probably. Cousins is going to have to start, and Jordan Bell's got to be on the floor. And then, like, all these other guys, like, you know, it's kind of back to the same equation. Like, the Warriors are really shorthanded as much as, um, you know, it, it, they have star power. Like, the rest of the guys, they just don't have competent guys, right? Like, they'd probably kill to have OG and Anobi. But, mm-hmm. like, the Raptors don't even play OG because they're like, we have, you know, more healthy bodies at this point. And it's like, so the Raptors should still wrap it up. And yet, I'm just thinking, like, it's scary. The Warriors this is, is frustrating. Scary. They should have just taken it today. Listen, you're up six on the Warriors with three minutes left for the championship at home. And Kawhi had literally just I, scored I will 12 say points this, though. in a row. I for will you. say this because I agree. Like the timeout stuff, I completely agree with. But in hindsight, like, like up six with two, you know what I mean? Like a two possession lead with three minutes to yeah. go against this team. Probably this team was worn down. Too. They were, but all I'm saying is, I feel like we collectively probably shouldn't have been as confident. Yeah. Yo, I texted my parents at that timeout, being like, <laughs> I think they got this. And in hindsight, I was like, yo, what are you thinking? Like, yeah. at no other point in your sports fandom would you have done that. Yep. And then you did it only up six with three minutes. But yep. that's what I'm saying. But clearly, vibe, you guys the, the felt momentum, the same way. Yeah. The vibe in the arena was yeah. very much like, we got this, right? The hats mm-hmm. were coming out. The shirts were yeah. coming out. But yeah, in hindsight, it's like, wait, why was I so confident? It was only a two-possession lead against the greatest shooting team ever. Like, it seems yeah. tough, man. Yes, yeah. and ultimately, you're not going to win a lot of games if you get outshot 20 to 8 from the three-point line. Yeah. The Raptors got to the free-throw line a lot, and they got to the offensive glass a lot, and that speaks to the Warriors' sort of fatigue um, defensively and the fact that they're short bodies. And again, like I'm sure the Raptors can maintain this kind of effort, but it, it's just, you know, the, the game was right there for them, you know, and they just uh, they, they just didn't take it. The Kyle Lowry turnover 
on one yeah, of the last brutal. possessions. That yeah. one bothers bothers me a lot. There was that. I just what? want I just want to see a shot up. And Kyle's smart enough to know how much time's left on yeah. the clock. And he he was he was so good throughout the entire game at attacking DeMarcus Cousins. And especially to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, he would get in the paint and just wait out the bigs and get the layups. Before Kawhi took over, Kyle's the one that gave, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle was driving the like, whole thing. Ky- yeah. Kyle basically yeah. put the... You know what it was similar to? Do you remember game seven against Philly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, like, mm-hmm. it was the late third, early fourth quarter, Lowry kind of willed them back into the mm-hmm. game, into the lead, and then, obviously, Kawhi finished it. Yeah. That's what it was reminding me of. Like, Lowry took the game by the balls, if I can say that. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. uh... And then Kawhi was finishing it out, but then, you know, the difference here was that, yeah, Kyle made a couple of really bad mistakes down the stretch. The whole thing bad. was set up. It was all set up. Kyle had his moments. Yo, Kawhi Kyle had, had that wide, wide open three from the wing. Yeah, he yeah. missed it. And it just it never had a chance of going in. When I saw the shot go up, I'm like, nah, it's a break. Just a lot of weird stuff, like Danny opened the fourth with an air ball, corner three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. way too much of it. Yeah. But then, you know what? Even the energy in the crowd was kind of weird. Like, regular, even in the it was third a regular qu- season crowd. In the, the third, third quarter, it was weird. Like, okay, so when the Raptors finally gave them something to cheer about like, yeah. in their defense, uh, like, they did step up fourth and it was pretty was loud. loud man. Yeah. But that third quarter, I thought they could really use an energy boost or anything, you know? I'm telling like, you, it was all around just a very strange night. Like, yeah. I, and I it feel w- like it affected, like, I'm, I don't even know how to, like, quantify it, but for sure the KD injury just, like, affected both teams. Yeah, no, once you see a bad injury like yeah. that, there's always an effect of, like, man, you know, like it's hard to just go at the same intensity. Mm-hmm. You could tell the game started out with an incredible intensity. The Warriors hit a bunch of shots. The Raptors were coming to right back to them and stuff. And then, like, towards the end, like, you know, it, it finally did pick up again. But the second and third quarters were dead. That's the and, first and, time and, I've seen the them. Warriors for at least, like, you know, pushing through those quarters and, like, winning one for KD, like, for real. Like, yeah, it's a real rallying point for them. That's the first time I've seen the Raptors, like, not play at that high level intensity mm-hmm. since they started this run. Of like seven and one, like starting with game three against the Bucks. That it was, was like just, a, it was just weird. That was Orlando game one type of effort. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Shake it off, you know. Travel day tomorrow. Yeah, that's the worst part. <laughs> now I gotta go back to Oakland and stuff. I mean, I like the Bay, but I'm just, I'm so tired of traveling. I think, I'll, I think, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't speak with you guys, but like, I was ready for the season to be over tonight. Yeah, like, I was, I, for, I, for many reasons. If but. raps, if raps went on the road, would you prefer? Like, so you're gonna be in Oakland, Will? Would you yeah. prefer? To be there in the arena where they win it, or would you prefer to be like in Toronto with like the city exploding? Like, what? I prefer to be in Toronto with the city exploding. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I'm not gonna complain about of going course, on yeah, the road yeah, by course. any means, right? But like, come on, like, you, I want to like basically yeah. leave the arena at like 5 a.m. after doing all the work and soaked in champagne and stuff. There'll be a parade, and then there will still be, you know, but I mean, Toronto I mean, is, like, there will like, still be people partying outside at yeah, 5 a.m. Yeah, and that's what I kind of want to want to see. But I mean, like. Ultimately, you're right. There's still going to be a parade. And also, like... There will still be a championship. There'll still be a That's championship, like, sure. That'll be like nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, no, just get the get the trophy, man. Get the trophy. And seriously, you let two opportunities go by. <laughs> like, seriously, they could have won game two, and they, they should have won game five. Didn't do it. And, you know... Um, the one last thing we, we should talk about before we go on to three stars is... Um, so, okay... During the game, so the way, the way Katie injured himself, it was very innocuous. He was just trying to do like a just a regular move against mm-hmm. Pascal, and it, it looked like, um, I mean, honestly, the video's kind of like just gruesome, really. Like mm-hmm. the way his like Achilles, you could see it snap on his leg. It's like you see a lot of tension, and then all of a sudden, like a his calf, breaks. like like rippled. It was weird. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was awful. 
Um, and it was very clear right away that it was a re-aggravation of the injury and that, you know, like he was out for the night and out for the series and it was a big injury. Um, so, I, I don't know. The crowd was, at that point, we were cheering because uh, KD had turned the ball over and the Raptors were going the other way. And I think Serge got to the rim for a layup. And it seemed at that point, like, okay, they were just, they were cheering for that sequence of events because you would obviously cheer for a turnover and um, free throws. But then it became clear that, like, I mean, I guess it was even clear on the broadcast because they got a different view than what we got. We were just sitting in the arena. We're just watching everything happen at once. Um, the camera view shows that, you know, KD is down and there are some Raptors fans waving and celebrating that portion. And then it shifts to you see scenes of Kyle Lowry and Sergio Ibaka telling the crowd to just, you know, like chill. settle down and chill. And at that point, it was like, holy crap, you know, like. When I saw the replay of that, I'm like, wow, okay, so the crowd was really cheering for that. And I'm not saying it was everyone in the crowd, but there was definitely an audible excitement. And, um, I mean, that's just, just – it's unacceptable, really. I mean, I thought the, at least the crowd rallied in response. They gave KD an ovation when he was helped off the floor with Andre Godala and the, and the Warriors trainer. And also, as he had headed to the tunnel, fans were chanting KD, KD. And that was a nice gesture for sure. But, like, that initial response, I mean, it, it was disappointing. And I think people – I mean, the Raptors, like, as a fan base, like, there's a reputation to be upheld there, and, like, it's just not worth it. It's it's not worth it to sort of throw it away over something so, like, clearly ugly and and, and wrong, and, and I think that's exactly what, what happened here. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like, early this season, like, I got to ask DeMarcus Cousins, because I think it came out that, like, there was, like, Boston fans who, like, screamed either the N-word or something, like, terrible at him. Mm. And, you know, I asked him, like, if that's, that was going to affect, like, do players talk about it? And does that affect, like, how it reflects on the entire fan base? And he and he strongly just said no. Like, like you know, one bad fan or a few bad fans doesn't reflect on the entire fan base. But, like, I will say, like, obviously, I, I think I saw some clips. Like, there was a fan sitting courtside who was, like, waving goodbye to KD as that's he was lying down. Up. And, you know, I did read or someone told me that he was escorted out of the arena. Good. Um. I will say, like, you know, for as much as we probably, like, clowned on, like, Mark Stevens, their minority investor, for what he did to Kyle. Yeah. Like, the fans that cheered tonight are equally just as big, like, idiots. Like, you just don't do that, right? And, like, it's hard to, like, pick out and say, like, how much of the fan base or how how many people in the arena. But there was obviously a segment of fans who did that. And it's tough, too, because, like, obviously these incidents, when they happen, like, they will get picked apart. And, you know, people are going to draw the conclusions, right? Yeah. Like, sure. I've already seen a lot of social media accounts only talking about or only posting the clips of them um, cheering, but not posting the clips of them chanting KD, right? Yeah. Just, like, showing the one side. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just tough, too, because we've always talked about how when the fans, when the Raptors first started here in Toronto, the fans had to learn a lot about basketball. Like, learn to not cheer during free throws when the home oh, team yeah, is the shooting bang, bang all the, that stuff right and like i'm just it just sucks that like a few fans or a certain amount of fans doing that it's just gonna set that narrative out again of like oh the toronto fans like don't know yeah what to do during a basketball game and that that's what's but gonna happen i, I don't even think that's ignorance in this case i just think it's yeah. people just showing their ass i think it's just dumbasses like yeah. it's dumbasses that yeah. were legit happy that the guy was hurt yeah, yeah. and i don't like i think I think some of it really was like a genuine, um, like shock, awe, yeah. 
it was partly the Ibaka layout, like the turnover that's Ibaka why it's, layup. It's really hard yeah. to like quantify. That play, was, right? that play did keep going, and yeah. I thought yeah. honestly that what, that's what people were. Cheering. But but if the guys are, if the guys, if the players are telling them right. to tone it down, I think it's a general sense for sure that there's yeah. a lot more cheering than there should. be. Yes, well, and the, then, the play did stop, and then yeah. the cheering just kept going yeah. on. And at that point, it was kind of fucked. The up. clowns that were like waving and stuff. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah. But to Alex's point too, like I, I was annoyed that. The the people that were cheering him, that were chanting, I understand that it came after like a pretty bad reaction from some yep. idiots, but it was annoying that like that wasn't talked about basically at all post game. Like even when people were asking the players, they weren't you know at no point was it mentioned you know. But then they cheered or like did you got even if you don't want to make a big spectacle of it, you can at least follow up when you ask Steph about it and he's going on about how you know it's not the Toronto he knows. No one even followed, like, the person who asked them doesn't follow up with, oh, but did you hear, like, mm-hmm. where, what was your reaction to that? Or same thing when Boogie yeah. is talking about how trash the reaction was. No one's like, all right, it, fair enough, it was trash. But did you hear this? And that's all everyone's going to see. Exactly. Those are the clips yeah. that people are going to see. And, like, there's obviously a deeper conversation about how news is being reported just right. in general in this yeah. world. But, like, that that's a good example of it, though. Like, you got to tell yeah. the entire story. Yeah. But yes, those fans are idiots. Like I'm not going to defend them. No, like, not people, at all. If you want to be mad at the Toronto fan base, like fine, but just yeah. just understand the whole yeah. the whole story of, yeah. of what happened, right? Yeah. No, but in, in in any case, like you just, I mean, it shouldn't even need to be said. But like mm-hmm. you know, you just you you can't like you can't cheer for injuries. And the stuff. general reaction the game, when those know? things happen, even on the road, is just the entire crowd just goes, like, silent. Yeah. Like, you can hear, like, a pin drop is usually yeah. what happens. It's Usually in that, I think, is more like a grotesque injury. Yes. I think one thing with this is, and again, not to make excuses for people because mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been cheering anyway when mm-hmm. clearly he was hurt. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if people didn't realize, like... You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm wondering if there were some clowns that just saw it as, like, oh, he's got a calf injury. It's, right. like, it re he's going to the back, whatever. I feel like... Yeah. I or, would or hope he, he would have gotten back up or exactly, something like that. Yeah. Like he took a fall or something. Exactly. Yeah. But I would hope yeah. that once people clued in to the fact like, oh shit, this is serious, man. Yeah. Like yeah. that they yeah. – but there are still idiots that would have cheered anyway. Yeah. No, I, b- I believe in the karma stuff too, man. I feel like the Raptors – I think you tweeted this today yeah, too, Will. The like, Raptors had a lot of good karma been, on It's been side. good karma. And like on the Warriors side, I mean, obviously the KD stuff sucks. But like the karma thing for me was like the Mark Stevens stuff. Like, yeah. you don't do that to a player. Obviously, that's not going to determine the series. But I think that was another factor of why it kind of cast a weird vibe on the arena, too. Because, like, right. we celebrate the fan base so much. We show all these Jurassic Parks that are, like, springing up. And now it's like, oh. I, and, like, Jimmy Kimmel did that segment about yeah. how, like, Raptors fans are, like. Some, by the way, that was a trash that segment, was, bro. Come to Scarborough and, and, and ask another people. Way of, come to anywhere other than yeah. King of Portland. And, another example of just, like, how news is being, like, reported like one-sided and things like that. But it's just like we celebrate this fan base so much that it sucks that there's this one stain on it. But there's no excuses. Like that's just that's just part of this Raptors playoff run now. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, honestly, in, in a way, it honestly felt like the crowd had a guilty conscience for like yes. the second and third I'm telling you, like everything about this game is so strange. How do man? you like, cheer like all out like after something yeah. like that happens? Seriously, right. like it, it needed like Fred hit yeah. a pair of threes. I really gave the crowd a boost, yeah. and like they needed some spark to remind yeah. them, like, hey, a game's actually going on. Because like people weren't even taking the game that seriously, you know. That, that's the weirdest like final, it's a potential game. finals clinching game like yeah. ever. Well, you said it post game, Alex. Backstage, you said that it almost felt like the finals itself. The game was like secondary. Yeah, at that no, point. honestly, it yeah. still feels secondary to me. Like, and honestly, like you guys know, like 
you know, I, I've been taking these long walks in Chinatown before games because I'm super stressed, counting down to the games and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, I've been watching the Raptors for 24 years. Like this is their yeah. shot. And when Katie went down and all that stuff happened, I'm like, oh my god, like this actually, this stuff doesn't matter. Like it kind of sucks that there's so much build up to it, and then you realize that like, yo, it's just sports. But like that's that's how I feel. That's how I feel right now too. Like the Raptors are gonna win the championship if they win the championship. Like I'll obviously be thrilled, but tonight just kind of put it in a little weird perspective. We're talking about one of the greatest um, scoring talents, one of the greatest players, period, in the history of basketball, yep. suffering what we know is yes. for sure an Achilles injury. Yes. Yeah. We don't know how catastrophic it is. Yeah. At the age of what, thirty-one? Yeah, and like, you know that like, shit is serious, listen, man. man yeah. We've all gotten Katie jokes off online yeah. and stuff, yeah, but it's sure. like, man, right after that happens, you're just like, damn, man. Like the human element, and like you think about it, it's like, I mean, we've probably contributed to it, so we're guilty. But like, people just slander him like online about everything. Yeah, right? like when when Bob Myers went up there after and said he's one of the most misunderstood dudes. I mean, Bob Myers was in tears. Bob Myers was in tears. Bob Myers was in tears. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just added to a very strange night. It that yeah that was a capper, but yeah, like I feel terrible for him. And then think about just the whole scenario. Like he's heading to free agency. There's been articles written about how there are certain players in the locker room who mm. was questioning the severity of his injury, and it made me think of Kawhi's situation last year too, right? Yeah, like they had a team meeting uh, late in the year. Basically, whole team called him out and asked if he was coming I mean, they back. They basically ambushed him and yeah. w- was like, "Yeah. Bro, are you coming back cuz I I'm yeah. about I'm mean, like, you know, Mono's about to retire, or Tony yeah. needs to retire, or like, can you give us one last yeah. push?" And Kawhi was like, "No. Yeah. I'm injured. I'm going to Like imagine and if, if you guys Kawhi, don't stand behind me, I'm leaving." Yeah, imagine if Kawhi came back in that first round against the Warriors and re-injured himself like in game yeah. 1 or something. And like Danny has said this year too that like he didn't think Kawhi quit on the Spurs. Like, it no. was an injury. And Danny, I believe, also had an injury that he thought was misdiagnosed, right? Not yeah, thought, I think it was, it was misdiagnosed, misdiagnosed right? Yeah. yeah. Now, so, and Danny, then later Danny on, did come out and say, like, he doesn't hold ill will. Like, he doesn't yeah. think it was, like... Yeah, of course. Whatever the case may be. But by the sounds of it, by what it ended up being and what the Spurs initially called it, there it was a misdiagnosis straight up. Yeah. And even Paul Gasol had that thing where yep. they were like, oh, your foot's fine. And he's like, no, it's a broken foot. Well, I like, broke my foot like multiple <laughs> times. I'm I'm Pau Gasol. Like, like I know what not, that feels like. <laughs> we're not doctors. We're not medical experts. But like we were talking about Kavon Looney too. Like I don't think Kavon Looney should be coming back. Well, I mean, if the whole idea is if if you promise a player that hey, look, based on our diagnosis, it's a pain tolerance thing. You can go out there and continue to play, and you won't further injure. That's one thing. But right? he did. He did. But right? They both of them did. He reaggravated <laughs> so, his injury like, as well. That's kind of screwed up, but. Look, man, it was all altogether. It was a very strange night. It, it really didn't feel like a night where a trophy should have been presented. Like it should be presented on a different yeah. circumstance, and now it will be. So, there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Three stars for the Raptors. Um, this is kind of tough, actually, because Kawhi wasn't having a great game outside of the little push. You have to give it to him, though. Okay. Who else are you going to give it to for first? I time? was going to say Kyle, but uh, you're right. I mean, Kyle also had some yeah. uh, some some mistakes at the end there. But let's get the first side to Kawhi. 26 points. 9 to 24 shooting obviously isn't ideal. He wasn't really uh, scoring well to start the game. Um, you know, 2 of 7 from 3, 6 of 8 from the free throw line. Normally you get there more than 8 times. But, you know, Boardman does get paid 12 rebounds, 6 offensive rebounds. I mean, some of the offensive rebounds he gets are just wild. Uh, and also six assists, but he had five turnovers. Altogether, it was not a great game from Kawhi, but I don't really feel like anyone else was that great in this game. Um, I don't know. I thought Lowry was until the last three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's for true. real. Like I thought Lowry yeah, was having yeah. a great game. Yeah. And so, so we'll give Kyle the second star. I mean, I'm, it feels weird to do that though, based on the way it ended. Yeah. But. We can give Mark. I mean, Mark was really good in the first half, especially. Yeah. Mark was – he came out real solid. I mean, he, I think he had like 10 points. One thing that's worked really well for the Raptors is uh, Marcus all rolling to the basket. Um, the Warriors are surprisingly aggressive on the perimeter. I, 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 me personally, I would sit back more in the paint and force Kyle to score um, because it's just – if he's obviously really, like, willing to pass. And if you give him the opportunity to have Mark roll to the rim and there's two guys up, then – yeah, Kyle would happily slip that pass every time, and, and Mark was doing a good job of finishing. I mean, Mark had, what, 17 points, um, but he took six shots? That's yeah, impressive. Yeah, he, he got to the line a lot. Yeah, because he was rolling, and then they had to foul. Yeah, that's been the story basically since game three, right, where I think it was game three, when Gasol really started rolling. and Like, he'd catch the ball and roll, and not he wasn't picking and popping. He wasn't, stop, like, catching it on the roll and then, yeah. like, surveying Oh, yeah, the he floor. was attacking Cousins early He was early straight up game, rolling right? mm-hmm. and then making yeah. reads out of that, sometimes kicking it to the corner, sometimes finishing at the rim, and it, like, changed everything in game three because, surprise, surprise, DeMarcus Cousins can't defend in space. Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm with you. I don't know why the Warriors haven't adjusted to that yet and, like, dropped back on their pick-and-roll coverages because also we've seen how, like, when teams drop back, I know it's not in a like Siakam specific matchup, but in general, if teams drop back and the paint is crowded, that severely affects Pascal Siakam's ability to like score. Yeah. And we even saw today, like Pascal was benched for the last seven minutes. A, a large portion of that was the, was the fact that the Warriors basically decided we're gonna like pack the paint, um, almost essentially just put five guys with one foot in the uh, in the paint at all times. And Pascal was just so – he was misfiring so badly on his corner jumpers, and the Raptors decided, you know what, we'd rather have an extra shooter out there um, just to stretch the floor. Um, I mean, honestly, there's a real consideration to give Serge the third star too just because he has been – he's been great. This is the first time the Raptors lost in the playoffs with Serge scoring double digits. He had 15 points on 5 of 8 shooting, 1 of 5 – oh, 1 from 3, but 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, uh, a steal, a block in 17 minutes. Like, he could have played more to be honest. No, Serge has been good for three straight games now. This has been great. There's still some possessions, but, you know, I mean, there it's, was been, that w- it's been mostly good Serge. There was that one stretch where he checked in the third quarter where he was like, immediately took a corner three, which obviously didn't go in. Goal 10. Then a goal 10. Turnover? And, and then a turnover. turnover. And I'm just like, <laughs> what are you saying? But, I mean, throughout yeah. the rest of the game, he was he was pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are your three stars. Gerald Henderson, it's got to be DeMarcus Cousins. 14 points off the bench in 19 minutes. For Cousins, um, I mean, he gave them a huge boost. I think he gave them like a solid like seven zero run uh, right after KD went out because 
Boogie wasn't even in the rotation to begin with. Yo, damn, don't want to be the bearer of bad news on this podcast, but Ramona Shelburne just said that uh, league sources tell her and Woj, Warriors believe it's a torn Achilles tendon. So what's the uh, recovery for that? 12 months? Not sure. Longer than pretty that. much. That's the injury Cousins had. So, there's that. Oh, that sucks. No. That's I mean, terrible, man. Oh, that sucks. Oh, wait till wait till we hear like yeah. everything that happened yeah. during this finals in yeah. terms of yeah. whether he was rushed back, did he push to come back? And himself. also, if there were some snakes in the grass in that locker room that were feeding some stuff to the media about getting him back, because yeah. word, yeah, poor KD man. No, seriously, I feel bad for him. I really do. I feel terrible. Honestly. Not just for the injury. Like I just feel like his the way his career is his career. Yeah, gone. Like who's who's going to be in KD's corner when it's all said and done. You know, you know what, I mean? Steph? It's not going to be OKC fans because they're Steph, mad. Steph went to the back with him. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the few guys I feel like was, you know, he was very genuine about, like, how he felt about the situation and things like that. So Steph's a great dude. No, Steph's a great dude, man. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Cousins, Joe Henderson. Yeah. And the Pat Patterson Award. Uh, Danny. I don't know. This Danny's an easy one. Danny's always This happens with Danny a lot, though. You want to give it to Norm because he didn't really do much in 12 minutes? I think this was the most Norm played. And you know, if Pamaka had that one chance to take an open three oh and my he passed it up. Oh, man. He could have spun the ball in like two guys' yeah. faces. He had so much time. <laughs> chill, chill, LeBron. Chill, LeBron. He should have spun the ball. Pretty next to you, you're going to be saying Pamaka should have taken a sip of beer from like a courtside fan, right? Chill. Um, honestly, I might give it to Pascal. Okay. Really no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Given the responsibilities Pascal has, twelve points, and the fact that he got benched down the end, like yep. it's kind of indicative of how poorly he was playing. Very Patterson-esque. Wow. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on. A lot of guys took turns being Patterson tonight. Yeah, including Kyle Lowry at the very end. But you know, it is what it is. And Nick Nurse as well. Man, when I when I process this and like wake up tomorrow, I'm really gonna be like, the Raps had a final possession at home. I know to win the championship. I'm, I'm still I'm still processing that. And they part went of to it. Kyle Lowry the yeah. corner for three. Are you kidding? Well, me? It really felt like a regular season yeah. game ending. Seriously. I will say this <laughs> though: so at weird. every other point in the playoff or in the last two rounds, anyway, when people have looked at it as like, wow, man, the Raptors blew their chance. They end up back. like game one, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. even though they got blown yeah. out in game two. Like yeah. when they lost game one, a lot of people were like, yo, this was the game they had to get. Like they had, yeah. they controlled it. They were up. And then game two. And then the they got blown out. Yo, they lost it yeah. in game one. Um, Who came up to you and said they would go eight and oh the rest of the way? Yo, in, 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 you did say that they did you not. You were wildly confident about the Sixers series. Who man? came you up to you? Yo, I've I've been hanging on this prediction for like two weeks yeah. now. But I came up. Uh, so Alex was it was after game three, and I walked up to him very confidently after the Raptors won game three against Milwaukee in that double overtime game. And everyone else was like freaking out about Kawhi's leg and blah blah blah. And the fact that they almost just went down three nothing. I was like, yo, if Kawhi plays the rest of the series and guards Giannis. The Bucks don't win another game. Mm. And I'm, you said it. Full credit. Yeah. Full and credit. I wasn't trying to be like audacious. No, I was no, just like straight credit. up being like, yo, I don't think the Bucks can win a game yeah. in this series. No, Kawhi's on Giannis. This is why I tell people too, man. Like, I know it's still the Raptors, but it's just a lot of real good professional basketball yeah. players wearing yeah. Raptors jerseys. So, yeah. Like, this is not the Raptors. It was that game one against Milwaukee. And then game two against the Warriors was the same thing. It was like, yo, yeah. they just, they, this... Yeah, Clay yeah. left the game. They just still didn't have KD, and they yeah. blew it. And now they got to go back to Oral. That's it. They blew their chance, and then it's like, yo, they just they go out and spank the Warriors at Oracle twice. Yeah. So I totally agree with the fact that obviously you want to take advantage of your chances mm-hmm. in the friggin' finals against the Warriors, but I don't know, man. Like I, 
I'm not that concerned about the Raptors like responding to this or yeah. like being shook by the fact they blew a chance to win the title. Like I think they'll come back and it'll be a good game. I don't know if they win in Oracle, but I, they either win in Oracle nah, or they, they win should, comfortably they here. Win. Yeah, like they they're just better, man. Like I, I know betting lines don't like you know indicate everything, but I honestly would be interested what the line is for Game Six. There's probably a case for the Raptors being favorites. Yeah, I mean the Warriors were favorites today, but I mean By that was because they had, they had yeah. KD coming yeah. back and and, they yo, were f- and shout out KD man, what a legendary performance! I mean, the f- I don't know, man only played eleven minutes, but like right off injury, fresh. was getting buckets. Hey, yo, he was in the NBA Finals. He had eleven points in eleven minutes and was like had a couple stops on Pascal, and I was like, clearly he's not a hundred percent, but damn. Also, as great as a that point a minute that Fred versus KD stare down was from oh, like a Raptors uh, yeah. perspective, you know, someone standing up to KD. It was also pretty cool. From the Warriors' perspective, because you know damn well that was KD. I don't know what they were saying, but psychologically, that was KD being like, "Nah, I'm here now. Like yeah. this, this shit's gonna stop." Like, oh, trust Daddy, me, Daddy's back. Trust like, me, I was a little shook watching yeah. that first quarter. Yeah. Um, that reminded me of when uh, Jose Calderon set up to you know, Kevin Garnett well, when KG yeah. and KG slapped got, the floor, and and <laughs> Jose tried to like floor. tough guy reply, but then was so shook the rest of that game. Like, yeah, yeah. We should also shout out the alumni that showed up. Matt oh, yeah, Bonner right. got an equally huge ovation as well, Vince Carter, is I all mean, I want to say. Uh, it's reflective of uh, <laughs> the access to the... Uh, anyway, um, the big, you're bearing the lead well, here, Wayne man. Gretzky got the biggest ovation. Well, so. I, again, that's reflective of uh, the... Uh, anyway, it's real expensive to get in the car. Anyway, um, you're bearing the lead, man. Vince Carter was in there. Vince Carter was in there. And it's not the first time Vince has been introduced in Toronto. He's obviously been had a couple of times. But for him to show up in the finals, um, still a big deal. Still a huge deal because they did this alumni thing yeah. earlier in the in the playoffs, yeah. and they had celebrated like pretty much everyone else. Like Del yeah. Curry was there. But Vince was the one JYD. that was like quote unquote missing. Yeah, you were, you were waiting for Vince. Exactly, it was yeah. weird when Vince didn't show up. And in this in this case, you know, you know, also Vince Toronto loves Toronto loves Jalen Rose. Like what? They, did, he was pretty liked here for the yeah. couple years, even though they were bad teams. Like he loves to talk him. about partying in yeah. Toronto. I know. And he, he's, he's bigged up Toronto. That's that's yeah. And he and also he did, did it before he, Toronto. I remember was too, he, lo- he did a lot of charitable stuff when he was here too. Okay. Like I remember there was one, uh, there was like one stretch in one season where he was like donating, like for every point he scored, he was like donating to some sort of charity locally. Like yeah, Jalen, I thought did a lot. Okay. Like yeah, no. yeah. I, I was just I was just surprised because he got a he got a pretty big ovation. Yeah, much love. Um. I mean, this is not. This is just a random fact, but like, if you go to the Hooters, that's on. Um, oh, his his photos on the wall. Adelaide and yeah, John, yeah. I think. There's a lot of guys. Shaq's on that wall. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of him. Joey Graham's on that wall, yeah. and then there's a picture with Mo Pete and Jalen Rhodes, from like way back in the day. Another good, another good restaurant to spot those NBA photos is that Thai restaurant, Pie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcus yeah. Soul's there, but that was like from the Memphis days. People really don't go. DJ Tucker loves Pie. Yeah. Really. Catered that for it's the whole hard, team. It's hard to get he in. He went twice when the Rockets were here. Surprise he went early. on the off day and then he catered it after the game. Surprised yeah. Terrence Ross doesn't have uh, th- okay, yo, three Ross. three walls at Hooters dedicated to him. Because right, what is this Pound the Rock content? <laughs> yo, shout out Pound the Rock. Shout out, shout Pound, out the Pound the Rock. Wolfon, sweet or heat? <laughs> yo, you think you think Joey Wolfon was sweet or heat after this game? <laughs> I think Wolfon's up right now. I was actually just G-chatting with him. Who is the most stressful person outside of Will on the TL right now? <laughs> it's like, like, who's just, the most stressful Raptors fan right now? <laughs> yeah, Wolfon's Will, pretty close. Right? Will and Wolfon give themselves a run for their money. I feel I'll like Wolfon keeps it pretty even keeled. Or at least he... <laughs> no, really? No, with no. Will, I can tell when he's like losing <laughs> no. it. Really? No. 
I, I never, don't want to expose, but uh, no, I mean, I've Joey, never, Joey's got a, uh, he's got a temper. I've uh, never seen Wolf on like that. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's I'll generally speaking older and more mature than I yeah. am on a day-to-day basis, but the Raptors bring out the same energy out of him. Man. I fuck with it, you know? Listen, I'm glad we're still able to just crack jokes and laugh about it. Yeah, Because it was a really weird night, man. Because, again, if, if the Raptors blow it, we'll look back at this game and be like, yo, how did they not win this game? But they're not going to blow it. They're not going to blow it. They're going to go into game six and Oracle, yeah. take it, and then they're going to come off the plane, and then yeah. there's going to be a celebration at Pearson. Grab me a sh- empty champagne bottle from the locker room there. That's a weird request. But no, I got right. corks from last year. You got Alex, Yeah, I got corks. Alex and I were Cleveland in. Won, when we're, Cleveland won. Who's buying this? I was though? there in 2016. Dan uh, Gilbert had a size, had a champagne bottle like the size of him. I got a cork at right. home. Um, get well soon, Dan Gilbert. I got yeah, a, well I got soon. a cork at home from last year when I was in the locker room in Cleveland when the Warriors won that Draymond mm. had actually popped. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got to pick up some yeah. souvenirs. You'll see the beat writers literally walk out yeah. with like giant bottles. That's kind of weird. Help but, yourself. All right. No, th- th- it's for the memories. Yo, 40 years from now, you'll look back. If you don't bring anything back, I'll be real. You know what I've been doing throughout this part run? I've been taking the box scores that people print out (laughs) and then (laughs) just like. I still have have Jeremy Lin's box score from his first game as a Raptor. I kept kept the box score from uh, Game 7 Buzzer Beater Day and Game 1 Finals. Those are like, those are meaningful. Yeah, there you go. Well, this is for the podcast. You know, you know me and Alex already, but Cash, I mean, listen to Pound the Rock. Follow Cash. <laughs> Cash, what did you want to plug? I didn't want to plug anything. I was gonna, well, sure, pound the rock, obviously, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. But um, this rumor in right now, like quick mini fifteen second rant. So mm. we're in one of these like private suites, yeah, but yeah. it's not like the type of suite. It's not. Yeah, I'm not going to shout out which company it is. You know, I don't want to ruin Will's chance here at a sponsorship by this fine accounting firm. Yeah, we're open. Uh, Yo, I used to work there. Okay, well, we're yeah. not going to say the name. We're not going to say the name, but. So we're in a suite on, like, the event level, like, essentially on the court level, but it's not the kind of box that faces the court. Like, you know the 200-level boxes, they're yeah, private yeah. suites, but you watch the game yeah. as if you're in the arena? There's these weird suites, and we're in one of them, that are on event level, but they're not facing the court. Like, you're literally watching the game in what looks like a club that's inside the arena, but you might as well just be watching it at an actual club because you're just watching it on a TV. This makes no sense. I've never thought about this. What yeah. kind oh, of cla- right. what kind of rich bozos show up to like a game, let alone a finals game, I guess, and then don't actually watch the game? They sit in this weird leather marble lounge that we're in and watch on a TV. Like, what it's is like this? It's like a 32-inch TV, too. Yeah, it's like, what's like going big, on, man? You know, where, you know where you get a better view of the game? 15 fucking feet away on the court, This man. is legit how accountants watch basketball, yeah. probably. Just a little right, That's That's my final. I don't. I dropped an F-bomb. So shout out, shout, to, shout, no, out Mc, shout out McDonald's. McDonald's is the sponsor now, Yo, right? shout out McDonald's. Yeah. Shout out. I didn't yo, even know. We'll the, lose ad reads are insane. I, I didn't even know. This guy's like, yo, I used to go on summer vacations to the cottages. Oh, you got a cottage? Uh, no, my parents always rented a cottage. We go to Tobermory quite often. and like Tobermory? Yeah. Yo, I've also Shout been out to the McDonald's in Gravenhurst. It's, I was going to say, you definitely need to have a cottage because if one thing we can all share as uh, children of immigrants, immigrants, mm. we don't have cottages. Bro. That's what I'm like, saying. No, no, no. We have, we have like, friends that have cottages or you like rent a yeah. cottage for the weekend, but we don't have cottages. Because no, I, 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 I heard an advanced leak of his, of his <laughs> ad reads. Advanced leak. And, you know... He said he talked about going to the cottage, and I'm like, yeah. yo, how is this guy selling out this hard right cottage, now? Cottage, Algonquin Park, you know, like. I respect it. Yeah. Shout out McDonald's. Shout out McDonald's. I Central think, part I think of this thing's gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the last 30 minutes, Will, you, should re- you should clip that one out as like an after Pretty sure spot. an hour ago, Will told me 
he asked if I could do a half hour pod on this. It's and like 63 six, minutes ago. 68 minutes later, we're ta- we're, I'm like trashing accounting firms that come to these suites. <laughs> Will's talking like about going cottages to and like being the children of immigrants. All right. No, it's amazing, man. This is what happens when old friends reunite, man. Yeah, yeah there you go. All right, shout out Pound the Rock one more time. <laughs> the podcast is over. I'm going to um, hopefully do one from Oracle. Um, but uh, if not, I'll see you guys after game six. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.